0: I think one of the hardest things to reconcile about narcissists is the fact that there are days when they aren't abusing you. There are days when they are nice people. They have good moments. They say and do the right things. They make you feel amazing sometimes, almost like they're normal and you're in a normal, healthy relationship. People like them. People think they're nice people. It it makes it very difficult sometimes to figure out that you're actually being abused. This is why so many of us are confused about this. Not only is this confusing, but it gives you unfair, unrealistic hope. With unfair and unrealistic hope comes you staying when you should go or you going back when you should stay gone. So the next time you're dealing with an abuser who's having a good day, remember who they are. Remember they're still an abuser. Going no contact with a narcissist is never easy. And that's true whether you're the one who left or you're the one who got discarded. I remember when I finally got the nerve to leave my ex-husband, there was this part of me that sort of wished that I could somehow make him realize exactly what it was that he'd lost. I wanted him to regret what he had done to me and how he'd affected my life long-term. It was a little different when I went no contact with my mother, I wanted her to know that I was doing better without her in my life, if that makes any sense. In either case though, while I knew for sure that I didn't want them in my life anymore, I guess a part of me kind of wanted them to miss me or at least to regret losing me. Can you relate? Maybe you found yourself free of a narcissist recently, one who was in your life every day and who gaslighted you, manipulated you like there was no tomorrow and who seemed to live to bring you grief. And now that they're gone, you kind of hate to admit it, but there might just be a tiny little part of you that misses that person, despite the fact that they took you for granted, despite the fact that they minimized you and made you feel like you were completely worthless. You've done your research though and you recognize that you probably miss the narcissist because of something called a trauma bond. which. Was Was the result of the ongoing cycles of your toxic relationship. You might even already know that going through cycles such as these, these cycles of intermittent reinforcement, which is ongoing punishment and reward, sprinkled with tiny crumbs of affection here and there to keep you hooked, well that's going to cause the trauma bond to make you feel almost like an addict who has gone cold turkey on their drug of choice when the narcissist is no longer in your life. It's completely possible to miss someone and to still understand that you really deserve better. I wonder if you have experienced what we call rumination. This is where you get stuck in your head about stuff. You can't stop thinking it, you can't stop wondering, you can't stop replaying scenes in your head over and over about things that happened to you. Maybe this has nothing to do with missing the person or the narcissist that you were in a toxic relationship with, but maybe it has more to do with trying to figure out what happened. Maybe you're spinning and doubting yourself. Look at it like this. Trauma bonding is very much like drug addiction. In the same way that your brain becomes addicted to drugs, Your brain becomes addicted to that person and that's because during the time that you are with that person sort of like stockholm syndrome right you develop a certain dependence with them a codependence and then what happens is that your brain sort of gets rewired the way the neurotransmitters work changes right your neural pathways change so when you are in a toxic relationship you go in these these big ups and big downs you know big i'm doing this over here where you can't see (laughs) ups and downs and the ups and downs cause this and you go up because of a fight, an argument, whatever. You have adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush, stress, 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 cortisol. Then when you come down, and again, I'm doing my little handies. When you come down, you have a rush of dopamine and other feel-good hormones, chemicals. And that, my friend, leads you to need to argue in order to actually feel good or need you to have stress and drama in order to actually feel good, which makes you crave that person because if that person is the only person who causes you to feel that kind of way, there it is. I hope that makes sense. That's kind of the layman's version, the simplest way I can explain it. Either way, stick with me. I'm going to help you out today. It's more common than you might expect. Take, for example, this question from one of my subscribers. She asks, why do you still think about the ability? after you've been removed or got no contact for months. Not longing to be with them, but thinking about what happened to you. Going through a relationship with a narcissist is absolutely soul crushing. You might be dealing with rumination and depending on how long you spent with them and depending on how you were raised, you might struggle with rumination for a long time. But there are some things you can do to overcome it and there are some ways that you can move forward in your life from here. So let's talk about it. First, let's define rumination. This is what we call it when you can't stop the repeating thoughts in your head. These thoughts tend to be sad or dark. This is a dangerous habit for your mental, physical and spiritual health because it prolongs and can intensify the struggles that most of us have during recovery. You might find yourself feeling increasingly depressed and you might be having a difficult time thinking straight. This will make processing your emotions feel next to impossible. So why do we as survivors struggle with rumination? Well, rumination keeps you feeling stuck and it is quite sadly very common for us, those of us who have gone through toxic relationships with narcissists, especially after the relationship ends, but even while you're still in it. In my opinion, there are a number of reasons for this. During a relationship with a narcissist, a lot of us become overthinkers, even if we weren't before. See, the narcissist's selfish manipulative behavior has led us to spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to fix our broken relationships. And a lot of times we feel that way, even when we're still in these relationships. And even if we recognized that something was just kind of off about it or that we were dealing with a toxic relationship, During the relationship, we might have either second-guessed ourselves, doubted ourselves or blamed ourselves or some combination of all three. Thanks to the ongoing invalidation and manipulation that we suffered at the hands of the narcissist. We find ourselves trying to figure out exactly what happened and we try to understand why. We want to know how much of it was really our fault and we try to wrap our heads around what we've gone through. We wonder if the narcissist ever loved us and we wonder what the heck is so wrong with us that we would put so much of ourselves into such a toxic abusive person. We doubt that we can move forward alone and sometimes as a result of being told that we'll never be loved again or that we aren't capable of doing so. We think we are worthless and we doubt we deserve to be happy. All of this leads us to struggle with cognitive dissonance, a form of psychological stress or discomfort that happens when you simultaneously hold two or more contradictory beliefs ideas or values in your brain. In other words, because we see one thing and we're told another thing or shown another thing by the narcissist during the relationship and because we try to, or we actually do start believing it, it messes with our heads in some pretty big ways. Now, I've talked about this in a previous video, so I'll link to that in the description below as well as in the pinned comment, if you're interested. Do a quick exercise with me. Think of someone you love unconditionally. For me, it's my kids. If they were in your situation right now and they came to you and they asked you for advice, what would you say to them? And now, I want you to think about how you're talking to yourself right now. Are there similarities, differences? Are you kind to yourself in the way you would be to someone you love unconditionally? And if not, why not? Decide you're worth it. That's your next step. So have you ever found yourself wishing the narcissist would regret losing you? Or wanting them to miss you once you are gone? I totally get how you feel here. And who could blame you for feeling like you want them to suffer a little? I mean after all, they were horrible to you. And all you did was everything in your power to make them happy. In many cases you feel like they've kind of ruined your life and maybe even affected it in so many ways that you can't undo. If nothing else, you spent far too long trying to fix the un fixable and you're rightfully angry. It's justified anger. But the first thing we have to recognize when it comes to narcissists is that what they miss when they miss you isn't so much as you as an individual, but what you did for them. They miss you as a source of narcissistic supply, which in case you're new around here means that you offer them certain things, attention, validation, maybe even admiration, you know, all the supply they needed to feed their ego. Plus, they might miss the things that you did to help them take care of themselves and their lives. Your cooking, your cleaning, taking care of the bills, business, things like that. But is it even possible for them to miss you as an individual, to miss you for yourself? Sadly, the answer is no, at least not in the same way that a normal person might miss you. I mean, don't get me wrong, they'll definitely notice your absence in their lives because you're not giving them all the things you did before. You're not doing all the things for them. They will miss having you as their own personal emotional garbage dumpster. They will miss your money or your attention or your love making. They will miss the status or the social standing you offered them. They might even miss the supply that your family and your friends may have given them if they haven't completely pushed them all away from you by now in an attempt to isolate you. But As much as a part of you wants the narcissist to miss you, it doesn't exactly happen the way we want it to. Rather than longing for you and missing you, they long for things like your services or the benefits they get out of the relationship. Here's a good way to look at it. For the average toxic narcissist, the discard leads to a sort of of out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing. They don't see you as a whole person, but as an extension of themselves. Their perception of relationships is totally out of whack, it's not the same as yours or mine. They see previous relationships kind of like we see our cell phones. Sure, when we first get our smartphones, they are amazingly new and shiny and fast, they have new features, they do all the cool stuff, but over time they get overloaded and they start glitching here and there. Well then we notice that There's some new app we're dying to try and it won't work on our phone. Before long, we hear about a newer, faster model that recently came out and we think, hmm, yay. And before we can say boo, we're at the Verizon store casually joking with the cute salesperson as we sign on the dotted line. We're getting that new phone by golly and we're not sad about it. We're not sad about the fact that we're no longer going to use the old phone. I mean, sure, we might miss that sparkly case we bought for it or we might even miss that little clip-on stylus we paid extra for. But in general, do we sit around crying about our old smartphones? No, we don't. We just replace them without a second thought. That's exactly how narcissists see relationships. And we all know that they're infamous for sort of revisiting old relationships, right? But you have to know that for a narcissist, it's never about how amazing you might be. It's always about what they can get from you in the form of narcissistic supply. Don't confuse that with the idea that they miss you or that they feel anything real. Maybe here's a better way to look at it let's say you're just a little bit addicted to ice cream. You've been trying to quit eating it, you know, but one day you find yourself really needing a fix. Just then you hear the ice cream truck coming down the street. What luck you think, I was just craving ice cream. So you go outside and you stand there with your money. Your excitement rises as the ice cream truck music gets a little closer and a little closer and as it approaches you notice, hey that's not the same ice cream truck that usually comes through my neighborhood. At that point do you turn away and do you go back inside if the truck isn't the Truck you expected to see? Of course not. You go and you get your ice cream. That's because you're not thinking in that moment of the specific ice cream truck at all. You're only thinking of the delicious ice cream you're about to indulge in. So basically, it's what it can provide, not the truck itself. You can and you would get your ice cream fix from any ice cream truck, you see? So in this example, you're the truck and the ice cream is narcissistic supply. Bottom line is they aren't going to miss you for you. However, what they do miss is the ice cream or the supply. That is of course if they don't end up getting it from somewhere else, in which case if they're able to move on and get their narcissistic supply elsewhere, then they most definitely will appear to forget that you exist. I mean, they will certainly use you as a weapon against the new supply if that's of any comfort to you. So if the new supply fold their laundry wrong in their opinion and you did it right because they yelled at you for years about it or whatever, well they're gonna throw this in the new supply's face. But again that's about what you're doing for them, not about who you are. So how can you make the narcissist miss you? How can you make them regret losing you? Well, we have established already that the only thing narcissists miss about you is that supply that you give them or gave them. And then there's one thing that the narcissist regrets about losing you and sadly it is that they didn't take even more from you before they did. They don't regret the way they treated you. They don't regret the way they discarded you and even if you discarded them, they don't regret what they did to cause you to do that. But there is one way that you can cause a narcissist to think they're missing out on you after all and it's a little easier than you might think. So here's how you make a narcissist miss you. First, you remove yourself, reduce or eliminate any contact that you have with them following the discard. So just stop engaging with them on any level that isn't absolutely necessary. If possible, obviously go completely no contact and remove them from your life. If that's not possible, just deal with them as much as you absolutely have to. So if you have kids together, only communicate with them about the kids and the business of raising them. No emotion, no kindness, just black and white facts and information, only what's necessary to do your pickups, your drop offs, any medical information you need to share with them and stuff like that. Next, focus on you. Now, once you've started to do the low or no contact thing, you're going to want to start to focus on taking care of yourself. The fact is that during your relationship with a narcissist, probably you lost yourself if you ever fully understood yourself before anyway. And now would be a perfect time to start getting to know yourself for the first time or again. Figure out what you like and what makes you happy. Find out what your passions are if you don't already know and indulge in them. Throw yourself into a fun project or something that makes you want to get up and out of bed in the morning. Imagine what your ideal life would look like and start taking steps to create it now. Next up, fix what's broken. If there is something that you aren't loving about yourself right now, that it is possible to change and you're capable of changing, here's an ideal time to do this. Maybe you want to lose a few pounds or maybe you want to increase your self-esteem or change your hair. Maybe you want to get better at keeping up on your housework or you want to start working out or reading or going to church again. Whatever it is that you've been meaning to do that you were too busy to do because you had the narcissist, that's gonna make you feel more complete and happy. We'll start working on it one tiny baby step at a time. Even just researching your desired result can be a great way to start moving in the right direction. No baby step is too small. That brings me to number three, get clear on what you deserve. You spent a long time feeling worthless thanks to the narcissist and their abuse. Now is a great time to really take a good hard look at this whole situation. Be honest with yourself. Did you really deserve the way they treated you? Was any of it really your fault? Listen, I can tell you with all certainty that you did not deserve that. And how do I know? Because no one deserves to be treated the way a narcissist treats the people closest to them. And chances are that you're a kind, compassionate and even giving person who loves really hard, which the narcissist obviously knew when they met you and that's part of the reason they sucked you in in the first place and managed to keep you around as long as they did. Let me remind you that you deserve to be loved, to feel safe And to not be scared in your own home, at the very least. And you deserve to be loved in the same way that you would love someone else. What you don't deserve is to be taken advantage of, abused and treated like you don't matter, because my friend you do matter. Your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, they're real and they are worth hearing and they are worth sharing. Please don't forget that. Number four, live like no one's watching. Yeah, Well, you might be tempted to show off your newfound awesomeness once you do get there, or to send the narcissist a little message letting them know how much better you're doing, don't bother. The truth is that their response, if any, is only going to annoy and frustrate you. Worse, they might try to hoover you, as in suck you back in, so they can get more supply from you now that they can see you're sort of recharging yourself. So rather than sitting around wondering if they're missing you, why don't you try to live like they don't matter, live like they never even existed. Find ways to make yourself happy and find ways to make yourself feel amazing and embrace them. Truly, now is the time you can actually begin to create the life you've always wanted or maybe the life you couldn't have imagined before. You can baby step your way there and you can't lose. Meanwhile, the narcissist will be fully aware of the fact that you no longer want or need them because you will be too busy living your amazing life. And the cherry on top of that little ice cream sundae will be the fact that you will be so busy living this sweet life, you might even forget that you ever miss them eventually. And that my friend is the ultimate way to get any sort of revenge on the narcissist, to live your life well and without them. You deserve that. This brings me to the question of the day and the question of the day is have you ever wished you could make a narcissist miss you after the discard? If so, how'd it work out for you? Share your thoughts, share your ideas and share your experiences in the comments section below and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm going to leave for you right there and right there. And while you're here, hit the subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.